You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. Get ready. We're getting into a topic today, decoding your food cravings. Oh, are you a woman who has a particular craving of a particular type of food? It might be chocolate. It might be chips. It might be non-packaged chips like sweet potato homemade chips with guacamole. It could be peanut butter. It could be nuts. It could be your mum's favorite baked dish, whatever it might be. Let me just start by saying that if you have a food craving, you're not alone. So many women closet punish themselves around food cravings and wonder, why am I always getting this craving? I hear this question so much from the women that I work with. And I want to tell you first up, straight off the bat, that you're not alone. You can put food cravings to bed for good. And I promise you, I can guide you on where to start. We're going to talk about this in this episode right now. It's interesting. We've been taught through our friends, through memes that we see on social media and society that food cravings are just a normal part of being a woman. You know, it's just normal. Part of PMS. Before you menstruate, you get these really crazy food cravings. But you'd think that if you just found that healthy substitute for that craving or you found the magic fix, you could say goodbye to that craving forever, right? Wrong. See, food cravings are so much more complex than that. You can't just replace a food craving and be like, I'm never going to eat chocolate again. I'm only eating kale. It just doesn't work like that. For most women, food cravings are the hidden devil. You know, this closet thing that no one else knows about, but it eats them alive from the inside out. The thing that takes over their body, you could say. Before you know it, boom, the entire block of chocolate has disappeared. And you're looking around the room thinking, did I eat all of that chocolate myself? Or did like, who helped me? So clearly somebody helped me do that. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? But you see, it doesn't have to be this way. And it's time to unrestrict ourselves. I'm really excited to share this with you in this episode because why you crave foods and what you can do about it is actually quite simple. Our mind just gets in the way and makes it complicated. So let's break it down and make it really easy for you. And if you've been listening to this podcast and you know me for a while, you know I like to make things super simple because food cravings are not a normal part of life. My clients are often super surprised when I tell them that food cravings aren't normal. You know, It might be common and other people might experience them, but that doesn't make it normal or healthy. This is also a big difference between desiring a food and craving it. If you find yourself wanting a particular food, it may simply be because that food is the nourishment that you need in that particular moment on that particular day. Or it might be that the food smells or looks appealing in a certain way. Think about when you walk past a restaurant with the aroma as it wafts out the door and you're like, oh my God, yum. Interestingly, food cravings go much deeper than just wanting a particular food or any food for that matter. When you crave foods, you might restrict yourself from having it as part of your diet, your gym routine, your program, something your personal trainer gave you, your naturopath gave you, whatever it might be. But it could also be a self-restriction only for it to bust and then secretly you end up binging out later on anyway. 
This is one of the biggest reasons why diets don't work. Perhaps your food cravings continue even after you've just eaten that particular food and you don't feel fully satisfied, so you keep eating it. It's just that one food, no matter how much food you've consumed, you just can't stop eating it. Do you know the feeling? You understand what I'm talking about? I know, I've been there. We're all human, it happens to everyone, but it doesn't mean that it's normal or a healthy state of being. It's a sign, a sign that something's out of balance in your body somewhere or maybe there's an imbalance in your mind or your heart or maybe all three. Ask yourself right now, wherever you are, however you're listening to this, driving, walking, running, stretching, making dinner, (laughs) ask yourself, what is the number one food that you crave? Boom. It'll pop into your mind in a split second. Don't create a different thought. Stick with the first thought. Whatever the first thing was that came into your mind, that's the food. That's the one that you normally crave. That's the one that you sit down to eat and then you just can't stop eating until it's all gone from in front of you. The next question is, why am I craving this food? Explore that for yourself. Why do I crave this food? Why am I craving this food? Food cravings are not just premenstrual. Commonly, women assume that food cravings are solely premenstrual and then, oh, it's totally fine. I'm about to get my menstrual cycle and start menstruating again, have my period, so I might as well eat the cupboard empty, right? But I hate to break it to you, you can't use PMS as your excuse anymore. And if you've listened to earlier episodes, you know what I even don't, I don't even like calling a PMS. I prefer to call them cycle signs. Let's just change this complete vocabulary, cycle signs. You see, after you've begun discovering your cycle, you'll find that food cravings can be experienced throughout your monthly cycle at different stages and different times. Don't stress, this doesn't mean that your cravings are unrelated to a particular point of your cycle, but it usually says to me with a big red flag like woohoo-hoo on a particular attitude that there is an imbalance going on somewhere in your cycle and that's why potentially you could be craving that food. Most likely the reason why you're trying those cravings and you're just allowing them to occur could be because your hormones are imbalanced. It could be because you're craving fulfillment. It could be because you're emotional, you're moody, you're bored, you're procrastinating. There are so many different reasons why we might crave foods. Now, in the Well Women Hub program that I teach, I also talk about the emotional connection as to why we crave a certain type of food. Why can't I not eat the chocolate? Why can't I put the peanut butter down? Why can I not not eat the chips? So if you have a food craving, I've got three steps that you can start with today to help you debunk your food cravings. And they're really easy. Like I mentioned earlier, it's all about keeping it really super simple. And know that you will crave foods at different times of your life and throughout your cycle too. But it's understanding why those cravings are there. I do these exercises actually when we get it together with our women at our retreat days and we do sensual eating and we explore food and why we crave the particular type of food. But then it's not the food itself that matters. It's what's going on in our heart, our body and our mind at the time whilst we're craving the food. So step number one of the three-step process, are you ready, is emotional food cravings. Ever found yourself eating a particular food when you're stressed or just simply bored? When you're feeling a certain way, say sad, frustrated, irritated, or even lonely, ain't no block of chocolate going to be safe in the house. Trust me on that. 
there's a good chance that your food cravings could be in, in an emotional nature. Are you trying to fill a void by eating this particular type of food? Is it a way to distract yourself from your emotions, keep you occupied, keep your mind busy so you don't have to feel? Has an emotional situation triggered your cravings? Or has an emotion like loneliness, for example, been bubbling away under the surface for a while and you're at the point of eruption, like the volcano, and you're like, just let me eat all of the chocolate. <laughs> you see, asking these questions won't magically fix your food cravings in one sitting. But yes, they will help you tune into your body and your emotions and see how you can begin to dive deeper into what your body's really needing and asking for. We actually cover this over a couple of weeks in the Well Women program. And I've shared heaps about emotional eating in detail over on my blog as well and in other episodes of the Well Women podcast. But the key to emotional-based eating is to tune in with your emotion that's taking over your body like the control of a ship and make you do things later that you're going to regret. Plus, it's a really great inside secret. The answer to what you really need is not the food that you're craving. You probably already know that, but it's why am I craving the food? How to stop it? So that you can start to embrace how you're feeling, feel those feelings fully and not cover it over with food. Another part of emotional food eating is that we feel all emotions when we eat. <laughs> Think about it. At Christmas time, you might feel joyful and happy when you get together with your friends and you go out for dinner. There might be joy and there might be excitement and there might be lots of extravagant behavior. <laughs> I won't even elaborate on that, but there's going to be lots of positive energy and flow and vibe with your food. That's emotional eating too. You're eating with an emotion. Then we have net the, the con side of emotional eating, which is when you're feeling lonely, frustrated, angry, confused, overwhelmed. And this is where sometimes dashboard dieting comes in. But just know that emotional eating is how you eat every single day, every single meal. But it's when the emotions that are there that don't serve us that it becomes a challenge. When it makes us eat the foods in a binge style way or we're closet eating them or we're overeating. There's so many facets to emotional eating that are missed and they're just focused on the cons where having emotions when you eat is really important. So number one is emotional food cravings. Check in with yourself and ask yourself, why am I craving this food? Where did this food come from, this food craving come from, and how am I feeling? Number two is nutritional food cravings. You see, we can crave different types of food for nutritional reasons, including during our cycles. You know, the most common example of this is craving chocolate when you're premenstrual, so before you start menstruating again. Chocolate actually contains minerals like iron and magnesium, when it's a good quality chocolate, that is, ladies which are used by the body during the menstruation phase. Not to mention chocolate can also stimulate the release of endorphins, which can relieve potentially cramps that you might be experiencing or pains. Chocolate, yay, you say. So yes, you can eat chocolate. I actually don't teach women to not eat chocolate. I teach them how to shop to buy the right chocolate by reading their food labels so that they can still consume chocolate that's high quality, chemical free and preservative free. But it comes down to the how you eat the chocolate. Are you ravishing through the chocolate or are you enjoying every single bite and every single piece? Ideally, just one or two pieces. 
So maybe you are craving food for a nutritional reason. If the food comes in a processed package, I would recommend don't buy it without looking at the ingredients list first. Is that ingredients list full of ingredients that you can identify and pronounce? If it's not, there's probably numbers and chemicals surrounding those words and your body's not going to know what they are. So don't consume it if that's the case. Rather, explore, number one, was your emotions and how you're feeling when you're craving the food. Maybe you are having, number two, a nutritional food craving. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. Have I drunk enough water today? Have I had enough earth-based foods, colorful foods that come from the ground, things like fruits and vegetables? If you haven't, maybe that's why you're craving something that's packaged or sweet. So explore the nutritional reason as to why you might be having the food craving. And I could honestly rave about this topic forever. It's why we spend an entire week talking about this, a whole seven days in the Wellwoman course. All right, let's move on before I get carried away. Number three is hormonal food cravings. Maybe you're having a food craving for a hormonal reason. Now, if you've been tracking your cycle, which is something that I highly recommend, you will have an awareness of your emotional state, your nutritional state, and your hormonal state. If you don't have the Love Your Cycle Tracker and Guide in the video series yet, go and get it from my website. Go to my Instagram. It's in the bio link of my Instagram handle, of my Instagram profile, or just visit the website and grab it there. It's a really great way of unlocking why you crave different foods at different times of your cycle. You see, as we're cyclical in nature and don't revolve like a clock, it's important to know that, yes, you will eat differently throughout every stage of your cycle. And honey, that's perfect. So when you're talking about hormonal food cravings, we're not just talking about your tendency to eat more sweet potato when you're premenstrual, your preference for salads around ovulation. We're actually talking about the common low mood hormonal irritable cravings that we might receive that leads us to crave and overeat the sweets, things like chocolate, chips, ice creams, and all the other things that you reach for to feel fulfilled when you're feeling hormonally downed. You see, if there is a hormonal imbalance causing a food craving through your cycle, I can almost guarantee that there are other signs that you most likely haven't noticed either. For example, you might have acne or breakouts when your hormones are fluctuating. You might have experienced different um, cycle sign symptoms like bloating or constipation or migraine. You can even have weight that is stuck on your body, on your hips or your thighs or around your, your belly that could be leading to another hormonal imbalance that you haven't been noticing. These are all signs that your body is simply trying to communicate with you that maybe your hormones are taking over the show. Yep, your hormones could be running the show of your body, the show of your life, how you feel, your actions. So when it comes to understanding and balancing your hormones, the first step always is to track your cycle, recognize your cycle signs, jot them down in your cycle tracker, and then you can compare the different cycles over three or so months to go, oh, wow, actually, I, I have the same cravings at the same time of my cycle every month. Wow, that can lead to you understanding that that could be a hormonal reason why you're craving that food. So out of all of the above, it's rare for any food to have one sole cause as to why you crave it. In fact, it's rare for any health challenge to have one sole cause. Like one contributing reason is that this is why I have a headache or this is why I'm bloated or this is why I can't stop eating chocolate. 
From what I've seen, the majority of food cravings are messy and very complex combinations of emotional reasons, nutritional reasons, and hormonal reasons. And if you experience food cravings and you feel like you've tried everything to debunk them, come back to these three steps that I've recommended today about understanding how you're feeling before you eat, connecting with your body and asking, is this a nutritional reason why I'm craving this food or is it a hormonal reason? And if you really want to delve deeper and understand your food habits in a much more complex way to debunk it for good, come and join us for the Wellroom program. I promise you the course and the membership is full of so much amazing juiciness. It's going to support you in getting rid of food cravings for good. I've helped hundreds of women do this and I know it is completely possible for you. So instead of addressing one area that you think is the next area to be helped in, understand that it's a contributing factor and there's lots of little things that all combine to lead to why we might have a food craving. There's not one sole cause. So explore them all. Don't fret. You're not alone and it is possible to balance them all out. I promise you. If me and my clients have been able to do this easily, I know that you can too. So how are you feeling about your food cravings? Remember that question I asked you earlier about like, what is the food that you most commonly crave? Let's explore right now in your mind. Just quickly have a thought process to yourself. Why do I crave that food? Is it emotional reason? Is it a hormonal reason? Is it a nutritional reason? If you're confused, don't worry. Just connect with yourself and follow the three steps that I shared. How am I feeling before I eat the food? Do I feel like it's a nutritional reason? And of course, I'm recapping this many times so that you really understand it's that simple. And it could it be a hormonal reason. If you don't know, get your cycle tracker, pull it out, compare the three different months and see how you're feeling. All right, that's it for this episode. I would love to hear from you. Head over to Instagram and let me know what is your most craved food. Come and tell me, share it in a story, tag me and I'd love to see. But until next time, beautiful, have an amazing day wherever you are in the world and I'll be talking to you again soon in the next Well Women episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.